You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Jerk with the Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of The Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac? Get hyped, Nick! What about that new intro? What about it? Man, freaking uh, Andy Minio. Uh, wanna, He's in the wanna... house tonight. <laughs> uh, one, one, of, uh, one of my favorite uh, artists. And I know you like him also. We we both love him. Hey, say it he, with me, Minio. <laughs> Minio. And uh, Andy. Uh, so, yeah, we have a new intro song. He has a new album out uh, with words played uh, together. You can check it out on iTunes. And, man, we just, Nick, shout out to Nick for uh, adding in the Dirk and the Mavs. We reached out to Reach Records about it, and yeah, so, that's uh, that's my voice, by the way. <laughs> uh, so we're yeah we're we've been uh, Nick and I have been anxiously waiting to uh, debut that new intro for the new season. Let us know what you think about it because we're pretty pumped about it. I think it's a pretty dope song. Yeah, so, but if uh, it sucks, let us know. <laughs> if it sucks, you can let us know. But still, I don't care. Uh, we like it a lot. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot too. Uh, and I also love doing this podcast. If you've never listened to this podcast, if you're back in, if you did not join us for the entire summer, uh, guys, first of all, we made it. We made it through summer. We made it through preseason. We made it through the Nerland saga. We made it through all that stuff. Doesn't mean, that, doesn't mean that certain sagas will not continue throughout the season, but we did make it through the off season, or as I like to call it, the away season. We have that. Uh, we we've made it through that, and now we have NBA basketball today. Actual NBA Mavericks, Dallas Mavericks basketball, MFFLs in the house. AAC tonight. I'm so excited. If you guys are listening to this, you know on the the Wednesday morning on your drive to work, be excited. The game tonight. I'm I'm totally hyped. Man, we're both just so hyped about it. Nick, I just texted Nick. Nick sent me the uh, the intro song on the way. I was on my way home from work today. Nick's like, and he sent it to me. I listened to it in my car, and I just got like, super hyped <laughs> because, uh, you know, especially because you know we obviously put a lot of time into uh, into covering the team. We enjoy it. We love doing it, um, and it has felt like you know even us as media people have been just building up for this for this whole big night and start of the season. And Nick just said it. I mean, we've been we've been doing these daily podcasts since what end of May, first of June. May thirty first was our first podcast May, we did. May thirty first, and now October eighteenth is here, and uh, it's been a fun ride. All of our loyal listeners, it's been crazy to see how it's how it's grown over the past three or four months. But and we're just getting started, man. This is now it's just now it's the season. So I knew man. we had loyal listeners when we hit one of our records in the middle of August. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? How did we just hit a record for most listens in one day for the entire podcast? Like, not since we took it over, but just the entire history of this podcast, we hit a record. Like, that was during the season. That was during the Nerlens, you know, so- that was during the Nerlens trade, all that stuff. And we hit it in middle of August when nothing is supposed to be happening for the NBA. So, shout out to all of you guys. And if you guys don't know us, I'm Nick Angstead. I, you know, obviously host this podcast, right, for Mavs Moneyball. I used to write for a site called Mavs Fanatic. Um, you can find me at Nick Van Exit on Twitter. Uh, my name right now on Twitter is a little different than it normally is. <laughs> I might change that for the season opener just for recognition's sake. And then, uh, Isaac, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, I, I've been the editor for the Smoking Cuban, uh, f- a part of Fan Sided for the past three years. So, uh, I've been covering the Mavs now for three years, and um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Isaac Harris NBA. That's Isaac with one S, two A's. Um, that's basically I do everything. Don't spell it with com. two S's. Never do it. I'll come across this audio and I'll smack you up in your car. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but yeah, you can find me on there and our our site, Twitter account, and stuff like that. But man, we're just pumped. We're pumped for this season. Pumped to get rolling opening nights going on right now so rockets and warriors yeah we're super hyped about it if you guys want to join us if you want to partner with us if you are a uh, local business owner if you are you know in you know decision making or if you just you know work for a place that you think would want to advertise on this show if you want to hear us talk about your business the way we so beautifully and eloquently talk about SeatGeek every single week and the way we will do for other sponsors going forward uh, email me nick angstead at gmail.com i'll put that in the description of this podcast for itunes you can go check that out you can also just dm me on twitter if you want to do that as well uh, get in contact with us and figure out how you can reach literally thousands and thousands of males if you want to reach females this is probably not the show to do it we reach at least four females every week <laughs> That's that's an under-exaggeration, but it is like that's how crazy the numbers are. Um, but we reach tons and tons of males between the ages of 18 to 45, and just a, a huge number of those. So if you're interested and, in that, just email me and let us know. And we want we have national sponsors, and but we want to hit local people too. Uh, yeah. Just want to like we want to help support local businesses we have a ton of a huge you know a, a following that's grown over the past few months uh here in dallas and you know sp- spread the word with us uh, we've had some good guests uh on over the past just three or four months before the season even started uh we had a we did a whole preview or a whole uh kind of what do we call it a flashback uh week yeah we did a, we-, we did a finals flashback that was in august we did because um, we needed to fill up a week. <laughs> yeah, we flashed back to the whole 2011 finals, and each day Nick spoke with a, a, a media member that you know had some type of role during that finals that could speak on it. And Jeff Skin Wade to Jeff Cooperstein, Mark Followit, like the list just goes on. And we also talked to Deshaun Stevenson as well that week. That was, yeah, that was a great interview. Love doing that. Nick talked to Deshaun Stevenson, a finals hero from that series. We had Harrison Barnes on a couple of weeks yeah, ago. That was a great interview. And so yeah, man, we we've we just kind of a small glimpse of kind of what we have planned going forward. Nick and I are both credential media. We go to the practices, we go to the games. Um, our loyal listeners know this, but just for some newbies that's maybe listen for the first time, we do talk about stuff that happens in the locker room after the game, press conferences, different stuff like that. So and Isaac. 
the loyal listeners and the people, fr- according to my Reddit AMA that I just did on on Mavericks Reddit, they want to know uh, what happened to the raccoons. So my raccoons in my backyard. <laughs> and by the way, if you ever see any jokes about coons that have to do with locked on Mavs, that is what we're talking about. Isaac has raccoons in his backyard. So because Nick and I sometimes, a lot of times on a normal podcast, we start off the podcast we're talking about something random it might be a movie it might be where we ate at dinner or something like that dogs our dogs yeah so and i had a little spell there over the summer to where i have a pear tree in my backyard and the raccoon this raccoon family kept on coming for my pears so i (laughs) shot them a few times and all the stuff it was a mess bb gun oh yeah well yeah with the bb gun i didn't pull out my real gun for that so um, but anyway, it became like kind of a funny thing and then people picked up on it cause we, yeah, we made a joke about the raccoons being coons and then, yes, yeah, so people took it a different way. And, but, uh, I discovered that that was a word by, by the listeners. <laughs> they, they, they told me that I didn't realize that that was like a, a racial term. So I don't know if you guys all realized that, but Hey, me, but the raccoons are, garden. the pears are no, it's not pear season. So okay. the the raccoons have no reason to be at my house anymore. So Ricky and Rhonda, I haven't seen them in like a month or so. So I look forward to the spring and some new target practice. Then is Ricky named after Carlisle? <laughs> no, I just wanted something that started, you know, with an R. So that's fair. Just Ricky and Rhonda. All right. Well, this podcast cannot begin without us discussing the Gordon Hayward injury. It is, dear uh, God, man. I thought his whole leg was twisted the wrong way when, when you watched it. And if you haven't seen it, don't look at it. <laughs> it's, it's just another one of those Sean Livingston, Kevin Ware, you know, Paul George type injuries that just Joe Theismann, you know, whichever one you want to, you know, hark back to. It was, it looked that bad. And as soon as he hit the deck, you know, Kevin Harlan, the, the play-by-play announcer on TNT was like, he has broken his leg. You know, <laughs> Gordon Hayward has broken his leg. Right now it looks like a fractured ankle with a uh, – something with his tibia. Fra- yeah. Fractured. Fractured, that, that fractured tibia. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Completely broken. And we, I just talked with Matt Wynn about this on yesterday's podcast. So go back and check that out. Matt Wynn is a physical therapist. He's going to be talking to us this season about injuries. He talked to us about Seth Curry's injury. So he'll give you an update on that uh, in the show from yesterday. But we talked about how a clean break is, is better you know, than like these fractures because it's easier you know, to heal. There's a timetable. There's all this stuff. So, But that injury, there's tons of ripple effects on that, especially in the East. You know, I mean, that's potentially probably takes out an all-star so what does that mean for some of these younger guys that you know could be just on the ups what does that mean for tatum and jalen brown i mean it's a ton of it's a huge ripple effect what does it mean for the celtics in general because they were talent wise it looked like they were right up there with the Cavs, and now i don't think that they're anywhere close yeah i mean if if hayward's out for the rest of the season would you agree that you drop them to five or six now after the other five top? or six in the East? Yeah. No, I, I don't think I would go that low. Cause I think they can still be better than like Toronto. You know what I mean? Dude, I think I would, I think I would take Toronto over them without Gordon Hayward. They still have Horford though. The thing, the thing about them is it's not like they only are down to just one all-star caliber player. Now like Horford will probably be an all-star this year. And Kyrie is going to lead the league in scoring. You can bet your money on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about Jalen Brown. So um, if there's two people tonight that I've been very surprised, very impressed with, it's Jalen Brown and Eric Gordon. And we might be, we can yeah. we talk more about that game in a little bit. But, but man, Jalen Brown, woof, 
he he's gonna give if he play like he does tonight, he's gonna give that most improved player award some run for the money right there. <laughs> oh, good, a second year player winning most improved improved player of the year. Awesome. No, I, I like him. I, I like him a lot. So and no, I just and, the, the award is just dumb when it goes to a second year player. Like, of course they're gonna get no, better. Yeah. You know. Also, when Jason Tatum doesn't have to, you know, go, go up against LeBron James, he's probably gonna be all right too. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, I, I was gonna say this. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get crucified like Skip Bayless is getting cru- crucified for saying this, but that, like, this is just another thing, man, to where whether you want to say it or not, LeBron has gotten really lucky with some, some of these other top teams in the conferences over the year in the East that has suffered a major injury like this. And not that some of you out I mean, I still like Cleveland coming out of the East and still going to the finals. I'm not yeah. saying Boston was going to beat them, but this was the first team that I would I would at least say that, man, that would be a good series. Like, that would be a good – like, if they beat Cleveland, it would be the first time that I'd be like, mm, okay, that's not that surprising because I like their team. And then this takes Boston completely out of it to where, okay yeah. – Against Cleveland specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just another thing where, you know, LeBron's going to – Cake walk to the finals again, and so, but that's that. I don't want to talk too much about. Yeah, that's it. We try not to talk too much about the East, but we are just you know general NBA guys. <laughs> about so the East, we yeah, uh, because it doesn't really necessarily have anything to do with the Mavs, but yeah. Um, so we talk about all NBA at some points in the pod. So if you're into that, awesome. So are we. But today on the podcast, what we wanted to do is we wanted to give you a little preview about the Atlanta game that'll be playing tonight when you're listening to this on uh that on the wednesday the 18th if you're listening to this we want to give you a little preview on that we've already seen atlanta in the preseason and they're garbage so <laughs> i mean this, this game yeah. this game yep. should be good for fantasy you know daily fantasy this good the game should be good for you know highlights this game should be good for you know mavs fans for sure uh hopefully they don't surprise us and come out and play you know out of their minds which i'm not sure how they would do but we also wanted to take you through our uh, board bets that we did earlier this month, we went through and we just made a couple of bets, Isaac and I, and just, you know, we went through probably 50 things between the general NBA and the Mavericks with things that we, you know, tried to find things that we disagree with. So we went through all these things, you know, for example, one of our first regular NBA bets was Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, and Dennis Smith Jr. will finish top three in rookie of the year in any order. Just those three guys will finish top three. I think that will happen. Isaac thinks that won't happen. So we're betting on these things um, going up against each other. So that's one. The Another one that we did was there will be a new MVP. So not a guy that has won it before. You know, not LeBron, not KD, not Steph, not Russell Westbrook. I think that is true. Isaac thinks that is not true. He thinks that there will be a repeat MVP. KD. He thinks it's going to be KD. I think it's going to be Kawhi. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, and we bet on all four warriors will be all-stars i think that won't happen i think they're just the west is too stacked isaac thinks all four of those guys will make it Uh, after tonight you're still saying clay's not making it after tonight so we're talking about the four warriors being clay draymond durant and steph and after tonight i think it's going to be steph durant draymond and swaggy p (laughs) and that doesn't count for our bet because we're putting clay in there because we put the four like big guys so if, if swaggy p does make it <laughs> then i win the bet. swaggy <laughs> swaggy p had like 20 points in the first half and i don't know what he's doing the second right now but um 
So another one we did was Boogie finishes the season in New Orleans. I think that is true because the Pelicans just cannot do anything else. I mean, they, they're they just so strapped to that those two guys. They have to finish the season out and figure out what they have with them. Isaac thinks that isn't true. He might be right about that. Uh, we also bet on an all-star will be traded at the deadline, and that is an all-star that has been an all-star the last two years. I don't think that'll happen. Isaac does think that'll happen. Um, another one was if <laughs> – this is one with a big caveat. If Marcus Gasol, Mike Conley, and Chandler Parsons, our boy, our boy, the former Maverick Chandler Parsons, <laughs> avoid major injury and play at least 70 games. Each. Each. <laughs> yeah, together. Memphis will make the playoffs. I think that is true. Isaac thinks that is complete garbage. Uh, so we will find that out. Isaac also thinks in a later bet that Dallas will have a better record than Memphis. So we have that same caveat on there. The next one is sort of a Mavericks one. Dirk will average more points and rebounds than Jermichael Green. I think that is not true. <laughs> People got mad at me, and Isaac thinks that is true. Uh, Jermichael Green is starting power forward for the Memphis Grizzlies. So I have a lot going on Memphis right now. I don't know what's going on, but they're they're sitting right about where the Mavericks are probably in the standings. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the Wolves will have more wins than, than the Spurs. I That's will- my – I know. I will mop Isaac up on this one. I think that is not true. I think the Spurs will have more wins than the Timberwolves. Isaac thinks that is true. Isaac, you're insane. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people call me insane for that, but I'm all in on Minnesota <laughs> this year. I'm higher on them than most, obviously. That that's two that's two uh, two above the others that some people, well, most people will probably disagree. I have Dallas over Memphis, and then I have Minnesota over San Antonio. Next one is Gary Harris will score more points per game than Rodney Hood. Isaac was very high on Gary Harris. He thinks he will score more points. I think Rodney Hood is the only scorer on the Jazz right now, and I think he will score more points than him per game. And then the last one that is not settled yet, better record, the Rockets or the Thunder. Isaac has the Thunder, and I have the Rockets. We have two NBA board bets that have already been settled before the season even began. (laughs) We have... (laughs) Uh, Carmelo Anthony will finish this season on the Knicks. I thought that that was true. Isaac thought that that wasn't true. Isaac made a fool out of me. Uh, he is now on the OKC Thunder, obviously. And then the other one was just about the same thing, but for a di- you know in a different way. I said that Dwayne Wade will be on the Cavaliers at some point during the season. Isaac didn't think that that would happen. And obviously we saw tonight on opening night <laughs> that, it, yeah. that it did happen. So we're one and one with these NBA board bets. Uh, and we're also looking for payoffs for all these. So stupid things that we can do. If you've seen the starters, they do the book them, you know, the pick them pay off every single you know month. They find stupid things for them to do. Uh, for example, at the beginning of every podcast, I ask Isaac, I say, I, what you got for me, Isaac? He will have to respond with singing a Taylor Swift, uh, chorus of a Taylor Swift song. For an entire week, that is one of the board bet ideas. So tweet us those at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac Harris NBA, at Locked On Mavs. Any of those will do, and we'll get your uh, payoffs in. We'll give you credit for it on the podcast. All right, our Mavericks board bets, and this is where we can start talking about some preview stuff. We let's chime into these, talk more about these um, win total over and under. I just wanted to bring this up. It is 35 and a half was the win total for the Mavericks. Recently, I've seen that gone down as low as like 33 or 32 in some places. Mm-hmm. We both took the over on this. This was not one that we actually like disagreed with. 
Do you still take the over on 35 and a half for the Mavericks to win more than 30? So they have to win 36, 37, you know, games. Yeah, yeah, I still take that. Uh, I think they'll be around the 38 to 40 mark. I think they'll surprise it. Uh, they'll surprise a few people. And I mean, health, I mean, obviously health matters a lot with every team, but uh, I think, I mean, we're both high on Dennis Smith Jr. this year and think he'll win rookie of the year. But yeah, uh, I think they'll, they'll improve by the, by how, by the change to fast pace and the addition of Dennis Smith Jr. I, I think it will account for, you know, four or five, six more wins. Yeah, one of the big reasons why the Mavericks were awful last year was because they started off so bad. They started off 3-13. and 13. And when yeah. you start off that bad, it just gets discouraging for the whole team. And we were both there. We were both in the locker room. We saw how discouraging it was after all those losses. You know, Dirk's voice, I feel like, gets quieter and quieter as the losses mount. And so, like, when you're, you know, you're talking to him, you, like, have to put your recording device, like, closer and closer to him just because of, you know, how many losses they have. So that was just a, a tough season last year. There's a lot of injuries, a lot of inconsistency in the lineup. I mean, that's how Yogi Ferrell got his start. Uh, he came in. He came in to practice on a Saturday. He ended up starting the next day. I mean, as a rookie, as an undrafted rookie that just came in there with Rick Carlisle, you're telling me that that was a normal season for the Mavericks? No, they're coming <laughs> back. They're gonna they're gonna go over, especially if everybody stays healthy. You know, the only player right now that's dealing with injury that kind of matters for the Mavericks is Seth Curry. Um, and it's not a super major injury. It's just sort of a lingering thing with his tibia. Um, all right. The next one is Dirk Nowitzki will pass Wilt Chamberlain in all-time points in the NBA regular season. He needs 1,159 points to pass him. And if he plays about 70 games and scores about 15 points per game, he will do that. So hoping for more games than that. Hoping <laughs> because he, I don't know if he'll hit 15 points a game. Uh, Isaac thinks that will not happen. I think that will happen. Uh, Dirk scoring this year from the preseason. Now that we've seen some preseason action, we've seen how they're going to use Dirk. We've seen how Dennis is going to work with Dirk. I'm confident that he's going to get five trailing threes a game. What about you? Um, I don't know about five of them, but I mean, every single time they go down the court, he is trailing that. I mean, he's going to lose defenders just because they'll run back on defense and he'll just be like jogging up and, you know, doing his Dirk thing. Like not even a jog. It's like a waddle at this point. And he'll just get these trailing threes. He got a ton in the preseason. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll definitely be a thing. Uh, I think teams will also try to game plan for it also. And especially if that team has a <laughs> game planning for a slow guy. That's <laughs> like... well, especially if they have a, like a bigger center, you know, that, yeah, will not mind you know not running and sprinting down to get into the paint. But then we also saw that in the preseason too with like Dwight Howard and guys like that, where he's you know they're pulling them out of the paint at that point. Then and then now you have this open lane where you just have point guards and whoever that's left, you know, between you know Harrison Barnes in the basket or Dennis Smith Jr. in the basket. Good lord, that I mean that's just going to be you know a bad sign for any opposing teams. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think uh, I have Dirk barely missing it. Uh, you know, if he plays next season, it will be just you know at the beginning of next season. But I think uh, you have Dirk passing Wilt at the end of this year. I yep. have him barely missing it. On the final game, it'll be a uh, it'll be a, a buzzer beater shot to win the game in the fourth quarter. 
Send it to how, o- send it to how overtime. wild would that be though if it got down to the last like couple games and he needed like you know like fifty points or something in the last like two games or something. So what happened with the thirty k game? If you guys don't remember that or didn't pay attention, uh, in the thirty k game, he needed twenty points and it was going into a home game. The next game I feel like after that was an away game. I think I think this was like the the one home game for like a couple. And so he needed 20 points going into the game, and they put these T-shirts out all over the place, these gray Dirk 30K shirts all over. Dirk didn't like it. You know, he was sort of – he was a little like, man, this puts a lot of pressure on me to score, and the guy just comes out on fire. He scored – what did he score, 25 points in the first half? Oh, it was insane, dude. That was one of the craziest moments of last year when I think back about last year. Gosh, it was surreal. It was like seeing Dirk in his prime because he was just hitting every single shot. So – if it's something like that, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, like if it, especially if it's the last game of the season, that would just be crazy. Yeah. Uh, but if he starts getting closer, I can imagine Carlisle giving him more minutes towards the end of the season, just trying to. You know, especially if, it. you know, if he's quietly said, this could be it. Yeah. Which he hasn't yet. That's still a thing that's out there. We don't know if Dirk, you know, if this is his final season. He's hinted at it, but the whole organization has hinted at like 10 years more for Dirk. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just kind of a weird thing. The next one is Dwight Powell, Isaac's favorite Maverick, will have more than five did not play coach's decision or DNP CDs. I think that will not happen. I think Dwight Powell will have as many as five or less than five DNP CDs. Isaac thinks he will have more. And I had to coax Isaac into this one. I had to because of how our freaking roster is. I didn't know we were going to, you know, harbor 15,000 seven-footers on our team. So that none of them can play power forward. <laughs> yeah, so like Dwight's almost like, you know, the only person who can, but I'll still stay true to that. I feel like at some point we'll probably make a trade, but um yeah, I'll stay true to that. It would it would be I would feel much more comfortable if like w- one or two of those bigs were wings that, you know, where a couple more, you know, Finney Smiths were in there on the roster, but um, I'll still stay true to it. Yeah. Uh, he got five last year. That's where we got that number. And that was, they were all after Nerlens Noel was acquired. So he also played most of his minutes at center last year. Then the Mavericks were trying a whole bunch of stuff. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. All right. The next one is Dirk will have... Over under 25 minutes per game, we will average that next season. I took the under. Isaac took the over. I went. I contradicted myself with this one and picking the points, <laughs> picking the points and <laughs> picking the under. Uh, but I think he's going to teeter that line. In preseason, I think it was like 21 minutes a game, 26 minutes in the last two games. And those were the ones Carlisle treated as like an actual game. So uh, it was right there. <laughs> I mean, just like right in that middle range. So I think 25, if he, if he averages exactly 25, what do we do? I win. No, <laughs> I have to go over. It has to go over 25. 25 or over is me. But if it's 25.00. It's me. Dang. Okay. 
Another one that we both agreed on, uh, Dirk over under one and a half total dunks. We both took the over. He had two last year. Wes Matthews only had one. That was a hilarious stat that I still have not brought up to to Wes. I feel like that needs to be brought up at some point during the year. But, uh, yeah, we'll both take the over on Dirk dunks. Those are just internet-breaking things. So. <laughs> should we go internet-breaking Dennis Smith Jr. dunks, or should we just assume that all of them will be? Every dunk Dennis does will be internet-breaking. Even if it's just like him standing under the basket, just a standing jump. He has missed dunks in in the layup lines that make their rounds on Twitter from like national headlines. It's happened like, all summer. Yeah. It's been hilarious. The next one was, uh, we both agreed on this one as well, Nerlens Noel will average double-double for the year. Welp. <laughs> we both thought that this was true. That was when we thought he was going to be starting, when he thought he was going to be a ton of minutes. Not sure about that now because of two things. One, Carlisle said he's going to bench him. So he's going to be coming off the bench. And two, the Mavericks kept all of these centers. Uh, we'll talk about the guys that they got rid of a little bit later, but they kept Sala. They kept, you know, Sala Mejri. They kept Jeff Withy. They kept Dwight Powell. They kept Dirk, who's going to be the, you know, starting center. They just kept all, they kept Maxi Kleber, who I think can play some five. They just kept all these dudes. And so I think that's going to limit Noel's minutes a little, just a little, maybe a, you know, two or three minutes a game. Not going to be, you know, a huge drop off. Yeah, I think he'll still get really close to it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I still think he will will average a decent amount of minutes up there. Anytime Dirk does not play, he's going to be starting. Yeah, he's going to get the start. Um, you know, most of the nights he's going to be the very first guy off the bench for when Dirk comes immediately out. Like, he's going to get his minutes. Um, so, yeah, I, I would almost stay true to that. If not, it'll hover right around it. Definitely. The next one was one that we did not even come to a consensus on. The Mavs sellout streak will end. <laughs> no. The Mavs have a sellout home streak of 700-something games dating back to, I don't know, before we were born. <laughs> Feels like it. Uh, they just have this hilarious sellout streak that they call a sellout every single game. I will take pictures you know, throughout the season when there are games that just look like there's no shot, but they can't, they don't count the uh sweets in you know ticket we don't have to get in all this but <laughs> there's all these reasons but anyway the next one was west matthews will lead the mavericks in three pointers made i said no isaac said yes you're pretty high on west going into the season i am yeah it has a lot to do with dennis uh just dennis's ability to create for the offense uh, penetrate uh, that was not like uh, d will last year so yeah, big on West having a big time year. I think this will be his best year in Dallas, and uh, I think all of his percentages will go up. We've said it before: beat the drum. Still, just go back to being a three and D guy. That's all we want you to do. That's all we need you to do. We have our guy in Dennis to run the offense. We have our ISO guy in Dirk and you know HB and like yeah, like just do your thing. So just be a three and D guy, and I think he will get back to being that mainly. So. Yeah, I think he, uh, he'll he lead the team in that. My rationale on this was that Seth Curry will lead the Mavericks in three-pointers made. Uh, the injury is not making that look good, but I think he'll he'll definitely play enough games to do it. The next one is very interesting. It's the same guy. Wes Matthews well, will – This one kind of screws me over of the last one. <laughs> Wes Matthews will finish the – no, you, you just hedged your bet on this one. Wes Matthews will finish the season on the roster. 
I think that that is true. Isaac thinks that won't happen. Zach Lowe brought this up in his dirty, you know, crazy predictions. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I it's just this is just a personal opinion. I think it's just going to get towards the deadline. Dallas is not going to be, um, you know, a, a current playoff team in February. They're going to look at it and say, hey. You know, Wes is getting ready to go into the summer. He has a player option. He's most likely going to pick it up. Almost a $19 million Um, player option. Yeah, so uh, I just think it's a situation to where Wes is still valued across the league. And there's some some other contracts. uh, Just like somebody tweeted at me today and said, hey, Dwight Powell's untradeable. That's that's not true. Like no one is untradeable. We've seen some crazy contracts get Joe traded. Joe Johnson so. got traded when he was making like twenty five million billion dollars. Like <laughs> anything can be traded. Uh, Timothy Mozgov both. got traded this summer, guys. It can happen. Yeah. So like, so anyway, like there's some teams across the league, some playoff teams that are setting on some bad contracts that are setting on some bigger contracts that you know could attack could attach something. Uh, worthwhile to that contract to get you know a Wes, uh, a guy that that can that can come in and be your lockdown defender, knockdown you know outside shooter. So Wes still has value across the league. Teams need that. He it's not like he's a center that you know can't play in a Warriors like Wes could play in a Warriors. He's you know, not final Omar Sheik. Like he's not that. No, yeah, he's not that at all. Like he could play. There's not a series that you can say, oh, I can't play Wes in. No, like. This is like this is his time right now. So, anyway, I I think it it could very well get to that point in February, and Dallas could look at it and and really look at you know the free agency of Seth Curry too. You know, going into just everything next summer, if they're really wanting to keep Nerlens and Seth moving forward, then it might be something you really entertain. That's something we'll definitely talk about all throughout the season. You know, with oh, yeah. with Wes and with Dwight and with you know these guys that we think are. Uh, could be potentially on the block. The next one, like you said, Seth Curry, over, under, game started, 15. And we put these all before media day. And I said the over, you said the under. I think I'm going to get this one. I think I'm going uh, <laughs> to yeah. get this one in the first two months. <laughs> You're definitely going to get this. You know, Like Nick said, we did this before media day. Uh, my, my just whole thought behind this, I thought they were going to try to turn him into Jason Terry 2.0. Yeah. Uh, and be their sixth man. I thought Nerlens would be the starter, a center, and that's just how that they would roll. Obviously, that is not the plan. Uh, Nerlens is bench. Seth Curry is the starter, and Nick will win this bet. I'm excited to win this bet. The next one, I'm not excited to win. Uh, the Mavericks will finish in the top eleven in the West. I say no. Isaac says yes. Uh, basically, you're saying at this point that both new. You're saying either both New Orleans and Memphis will be better or Memphis and New Orleans will be worse because there's three guys at the bottom of the, the West. You have you know, the, the Kings, you have the Suns, and you have the Lakers. Those three teams are definitely worse than the Mavericks. Uh, at that point, you're, you know, you're picking between the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, maybe even the Jazz if you don't throw them up, you know, throw them in there. I just got to pick one of those teams to be worse than Dallas. To be worse than Dallas. Yeah, and, my, and I pick Memphis. And I don't think either of them will be worse than Dallas. So that's where we are. Then our next one goes with that. Dallas has a better record than Memphis. I said no. Isaac says yes. So we're double double hedging our bets there. On, uh, or doubling down on our bets for uh, Dallas and Memphis. And then the ones that have been established already. Uh, 
besides the Seth over under game starting. <laughs> we bet that Nerlens Noel will get benched at some point. I said no. Isaac said yes. Oh, what Man. Isaac what Isaac didn't know was it would happen like a week later. <laughs> yeah, and it's all factored on Dirk. Like Dirk is the best at this point in his career at center. And I just looked at the roster and I was like, hey, like at some point this year, that's why I predict. I, I, I think Nerlens will get benched at some point this year, and Dirk will be the center. Just never in a million years thought it would be that way on media day. <laughs> it would be like before they even played the preseason game. Exactly. The other one that has already been established is the one that I will be most proud of. I could win all the rest of these, and I will not be as proud as I am of this one right here. We we picked. We we chose a, one guy each. I picked Jean Clavel, Jiverson. Before we even man. saw him. Before we even met them, like in, you know, they, they didn't play for the Mavs Summer League, so we, like, didn't even see them. Uh, so we picked, I picked Jean Clavel, Isaac picked PJ Dozier. We said, which one will be closer to making the roster? So that could be a two way, that could be actually making the roster, that could be the, you know, the last one to be cut. And. Today, it came out that P.J. Dozier was wearing a number 35 Oklahoma City Thunder jersey, and Jiverson, our man, John Clavel, is the second two-way spot for the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, I told you, somebody's going to pick up Dozier. Like, he wasn't going to make it to a, a D-League rights thing. He has the tools. I'm, I to be the second in... coming of Durant is what you're saying. He has exactly. those tools. He has those yep. tools. <laughs> KD 2.0. Uh, but did but you none. see the press conference or the uh, like the media scrum with him talking about why he picked number thirty five? <laughs> yeah, he felt so <laughs> dumb. He was like, uh, you know, my my cousin wore this number. You know, somebody that some you know somebody, and uh, he's just like, yeah, that's why I picked it. No other reason than that. I don't Never. think a single person talked to him here in Dallas like a media guy. No. And then he had like 80 people around him in OKC. He was like a national story on Bleacher Report today. <laughs> Wow. It's crazy. That's probably the most exposure he's gotten since he left college. Hey, I'm happy for him. He deserves it. And Happy for him, too. Really hope he makes it. Interesting guy. You know, long. He's got some guard skills. Good ball handler. Needs to work on the shot. But he was doing it in training camp. So, Yeah. And now John gets the other two-way, like you said. You know, the, the legend of Jiverson and... Continues Continue, on, man. Continues on in Dallas. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Dallas uses him this year. It, will they use him right off the bat with Seth being out? Um, you know, he can only, with the two-way thing, they can only spend 45 days in the, in the league, so in the NBA. So how does Dallas, you know, use him and Motley uh, just going for this year? And it's, it's, it's what we thought would happen. We thought Clavel would get the other two-way. So... We'll not see. from the beginning, that's not what we both thought. No, 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 over the past like few days. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm taking full credit for that because you almost talked me into Dozier throughout the summer, and then everybody on Twitter was like, yeah, I just like Dozier a lot better. I just like it because they just listen. I still to- like him better than Clavel. <laughs> you know that. This is what I just I, – I, yeah, I mean, I, I want a guy with length. I want a guy that can defend. I just want all of that. We have a lot of scoring guards. Anyway, I don't want to be like a – I'm not a John hater. I, I like him. I like him as a dude and a player. So, all right, well – the other thing we're going to be doing is at the beginning of every month, we're going to be picking the number of wins the Mavericks will come out of the month with. So 
October, usually there's only like one or two games, but this month we have eight Mavericks games in the month of October. That's because the NBA is stretching out the schedule. They wanted to get rid of four games in five nights, which they did. They did not, however, get rid of <laughs> five games in seven nights. So <laughs> that is still a thing. That is a thing that the Mavericks have uh, pretty early here in the, in the beginning of the season. So they have uh, a stretch where they play – a Friday, a Saturday, a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Thursday. So that is a busy schedule for the Mavericks and for us. Um, but so this month, the Mavericks play home for Atlanta, home for the Kings, away for the Rockets, home for the Warriors, which is I'm excited about, then a home and away with Memphis. So two games there, one at home, one away. And that's how they finish the month. Oh, no, then, then they go to uh, – they play home for Philadelphia, then they go to Utah to finish the month out. So eight games total. We're gonna bet on how many wins they come out of. Whoever gets goes, you know, gets closest will, you know, be the winner. The other one will do a payoff. And that's why we need you guys to tweet us, send us, you know, your payoff ideas, stupid things we can do on the podcast, you know, recite poetry. I don't know, do something. Uh so we are excited. What happens that. what happens when we pick the same number, Nick? All right, we will pick these games, and we will just give you the total win total. We're not going to go through each game, but we'll go through them as we preview them throughout the week. So uh, you will be able to follow Locked On Mavs for that. If we tie, we are going to pick a number. We, we will decide on a number of Dirk made three-pointers for the month. And we will pick over or under that number, and whoever, you know, if we tie, then whoever gets that. So we got a couple things we're watching here. And uh, whoever you know picks the over under on Dirk's threes and, and wins that, that's the person that will um, will win that month. And the person that loses does does a payoff. So tweet us your payoffs. Let us know ideas that you have. We got a bunch of them on Reddit the other day, so I'm super excited about that to go through those and come up with one for this month. And I will let you know this month's uh, pretty soon here. So this month, I have the Mavericks winning, going 500 in the month of October, winning four out of their eight games. What about you? Yeah, I have this. Uh, I have the same thing. I have them going four and four um, this month. It's kind of a you know a stretch as far as you know. You look at the back half. You know, there's a couple games in there. The Rockets and Warriors. It's hard to pick the Mavericks to you know win those two games. But there's some hard ones. There's some hard ones like Philly. You know how how good are the young guys going to be? You know yeah. this this early. What's Joel uh, Embiid situation? Is Embiid going to play? Is yeah. he going to play? I mean, I saw something the other day to where he's, he might start the season like in the teens, like a minute limit in the teens. Well, he talked um, about his minute limit, and he said some some things about it. He had some things to say about his minute uh, limitation. As always. Um, By the way, are yeah. you team are you team Embiid or team Whiteside? Uh, I'm team team Embiid as in like a person, but as far as who won that argument, team Whiteside. Yeah, I'm team White's Embiid. A, I'm team Embiid all day. I don't care. Whiteside won that argument when he dropped the "Hey, bro, you've played like 31 games, like so you don't really, you know, stop talking." So. Yeah, that's kind of the ultimate scoreboard, <laughs> you know. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, "Dang, why?" And Embiid did. I mean, Embiid, bro, don't talk trash. You you can't even be on a court. So, uh, but anyway, like when looking at the games this month, there's a back to back with Memphis. Which is really, you know, really weird to where yeah, they play them they play on a, a Wednesday. Yeah, they back to back, and they play Memphis both times, a home and away. So it's just weird. Super weird. So, um, and we know how Dallas is. Really, any team, you know, especially Dallas with the older guys, so they're going to play both games. 
is is that second game or even the first game uh, a game to one you know this Dirk or some of them you know set out or something so Dirk JJ Devin like those three guys are they all gonna play and there's two back to backs in the span of a week too that's the thing is you start the season you start the season off with Atlanta and you have a day off then you have Sacramento and Houston you know, back to back like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if let's say Dirk, you know, and, and some guys sat for that Houston game and then again for Memphis. So the, those back to backs are just going to be tough. And I don't know if I'll pick the Mavericks to win a back to back all year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is so hard to predict a back to back because even last year um, and even, even this preseason, you see, you don't know which game they're going to play. I mean, we saw in the preseason that, you know, Chicago was the first game. Or, you know, whatever it is. And they set out the first game and played the second. We saw that back last year a couple of times. Uh, whatever. What didn't happen in this preseason. But. Yeah, they, like, pick which one of them. So, like, sometimes they'll yeah. preemptively just sit them for the first game of a back-to-back instead of the second, which is it's it's odd when you see it, but then it kind of makes sense in the long run. Yeah, for sure. So, we'll see. Um, there's some – Going to be some tough ones through there, you know. And how 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 does Memphis look? Kings are not as you know similar to the Sixers, but Kings are also one of these teams where like, okay, they got some young pieces that's intriguing, and then they got the older guys. What what are they going to look like, especially early on? Who but, guards Zach Randolph for the Mavericks? Uh, if he starts, or I guess he will start. If he or just plays, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, I guess you know. Barnes, HB. Yikes. I don't know if I like that. I mean, it's either Barnes or Dirk, and then put Barnes on Collie Stein. Yeah. I mean, Collie Stein and Nerlens is like equal, but. It's like the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I say four and four, uh, four and four like you do. So we have the same exact record for this month. So we've decided to uh, Dirk 16 threes over or under. Dirk 16 threes for the month of October, Isaac. I will say under. And I will go with over. I think that he can get more than two a game. And even if he sits out some of these back-to-backs, like we just said, I think like the season opener, he'll have probably five or something. We'll start off in a good note. Five made threes? Five made threes. Look at you. That'd be awesome. Uh, that would be. I mean, I, I have high hopes for this home opener because let's talk about <laughs> home opener now. Yeah, for sure. Home opener is against the Atlanta Hawks. Is Dennis Dennis Schroeder going to play? Like, what's the deal with him? They're just talking about all this, you know, stuff with this uh, assault charge. Or like, what? I mean, it's just this weird stuff that's going on with Dennis Schroeder. Uh, it's almost like the Zeke Elliott case. It's just like you're not sure if he's going to play. There's just like all this talk out there, and you're not really sure what's going on because it's all this legal junk. I think at this point, yeah, he's going to play. I think they would probably announce it by now if he was not. But uh, I think, you know, I've seen where the team is looking at, into uh, discipline for him. And you might see something happen over the next, you know, week or so. But since nothing has been announced beforehand, I can't imagine them announcing on game day, hey, he's not playing tonight. Um, so I think he, he'll be there tomorrow night. That'll be, you know, a fun matchup. You couldn't really ask for a better team to start off your season. I mean, I guess Chicago, if you want to have a, you know, a box a boxing match, but uh not even a boxing match. What are you talking about? This is like playing a boxing match, but the other person in the ring has a pool noodle instead of like gloves. Like that's 
that's what you're going against with the Bulls. Poor Miritich. Miritich is like Pacquiao. And- one of the uh, – so the ringer is doing this ringer palooza, and one of the questions asked to, I think, Shea Serrano, who has a great book out right now, um, is is any player on the Bulls going to score twenty points, 25 points in a game this season? Dang. <laughs> that one's so hard. I mean, Markkinen and Zach Levine, that's like – like with Markinen, I feel like he has some pretty good variance because he can shoot so well. I mean, we profiled him before the draft, but yeah, I mean, I think, I, I, yeah, I would say Markinen scores twenty five at some point this year, like just once, just like that fluky Yogi Ferrell type game where he's just on fire. And if Meritich is, if he was healthy, I, I could see Meritich hitting twenty five. Gosh, and then Zach Levine averaged twenty points a game last year, so. You know, when he, whenever he comes back, if he does at some point in the year, but you could also see them doing a 76ers thing where they just like, you know, take your time. We're going to sit you out the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. I, that man, what an embarrassing, I texted my, my buddy today that he was from Chicago and I was like, I don't even know what to say to you, bro. Like y'all, what, what a mess the bulls are in. But anyway, <laughs> The Hawks would be like the second team that you're like, man, it'd be awesome if I can open up against any team. It'd be Atlanta. Um, now, you are setting yourself up. But if you do have a fluke game and you lose, Oof. that will definitely put the season off on a very, very sour note. Especially since um, we've been hyping up how bad this Hawks team is. Exactly. So I think Baysmore put up like 20 in the, in the preseason. You know, we did play him. Nick mentioned earlier, we, we played him in the preseason. And uh, but that was also the the a game that Dirk Barnes a bunch of them set out so didn't get to see full squads against full squad uh, if you want to say it that is a squad and, that was a and, weird game that they played at Georgia Tech too I feel like all those neutral yeah. site games are sort of weird like there's just it is, a weird thing about them yeah it's weird and you know a couple things to look for obviously a reminder Seth Curry's out it's you know first regular season game he's going to be out for he'll be out for the next three. Uh, including the Sacramento and Houston game, but you know we'll see Yogi. Um, probably you know most likely going to be that you know two guard. He'll take on Bazemore. Um, I guess that's their best scorer right now. So um, you'll yeah, see him Dirk. And yeah, yeah, him and him and Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, coming off the bench, the Argentinian wonder, Nico Brusino. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> former, yeah, former Maverick and friend of ours. <laughs> oh Nico. I'd like to uh I like John Collins a lot. So He's I know a dark horse for rookie of the year. Nah, he ain't gonna win that award. But good stats, <laughs> bad team guy. Good actor. I don't care. Give me like Michael Carter Williams. He ain't gonna win that crap. He uh it is a testament to like how deep this class is because I do think he's a nice prospect and stuff. But um Duke can jump out of the gym also, so no, I mean we're we're super pumped for tonight. Um, there's one thing. There is one thing. I talk, I've t- mentioned this before. It's just a small thing that I'm watching. I'm personally looking for, and I will look for after every home game and look at the box score. I want to see Finney Smith versus Dwight Powell minutes. And Interesting. That's something I'm just going to look for. I want to see who gets the most minutes because you know how I feel about it. Finney Smith should be getting all those minutes. <laughs> over Dwight Powell, and um, I just want to see how that is because I'm going to be very, very frustrated if it's like Dwight Powell 16 minutes, Finney at like two uh, or zero, yeah. or, you know, he gets a, you know, the NCBD. But anyway, that's just – that's a small thing. 
I'm looking out for. It should be a super fun night. The hype is real. If you're not in Dallas and you live somewhere else, uh, Nick and I cannot stress enough how this much the hype is here around around Dirk. <clears throat> also, to mention something else, if you do live in Dallas, uh, the Mavericks have partnered with Texas Ford in the dealership here in Dallas. And if <clears throat> around Dallas, we have these big letters, the big uh, the big letters. <laughs> There's actually it's big. <laughs> they say and, uh, BG, and you stay yeah, in the middle, and you make the I, <laughs> and you make the I, and it's at all kinds of different places in Dallas. The most chill spots, the most just everything, and you know, coolest places that they're people at the go. Fairgrounds, they're downtown. They're you know, there's all everywhere. Sorts. Yeah, so like, and it is just fun. Like I've taken pictures, my wife and I like you just take pictures, post them, whatever. Well, Dallas is you know partnering with Texas Ford. They're putting this I am Dirk, uh, this Dirk or you know, letters here in Dallas and they're going to kind of rotate. They're starting, they're at the state fair now to where you stand in, you're the I and the, in the Dirk letters. And, uh, they're going to go from there to the Omni hotel to victory park after that. And it's just another cool Dallas is you know, the Mavericks and, you know, the Mavericks have a special logo they designed this year for Dirk's 20th season. It's, it's better cool, than their normal logo. Yeah. It's a cool logo. And, that just to see that's another community thing, another thing of how the the community is embracing how big of a deal you know the the nation might not and national media might not, but we value so much this twenty seasons with one franchise, twenty seasons not only in the league but one franchise. Like it's just, I mean, you just can't really hype it up enough, really. And he's the only one to do that without requesting a trade to the Clippers. <laughs> Um, but there's also, if you, if you take a picture with that dirt, the Dirk letters and you post them on social media, uh, before no- November 5th and put the hashtag in there, the I am Dirk hashtag, um, you get kind of entered into this drawing to win tickets to a, a game in November, sweet tickets to a game in November. So anyway, it's just another fun thing. Uh, Dallas is doing some cool and cool thing you could see in Dallas and it's awesome. Super excited for that. Also, Mark Cuban made an announcement that there will be at least 4,000 tickets for every Mavs game that are $19 or lower, trying to make it family, you know, more family-friendly. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head the company that they're working for to do that. Got to get that sellout streak. Got <laughs> to keep it going. Uh, they kept it last year, and it was rough last year, so I feel like this year it'll be easier to keep that. But, yeah, so they wanted to make it more family-friendly. That's also the sellout streak is probably a thing. Um, but super excited for this season. Uh, a player to watch for the Hawks. They're not totally terrible. Like they, they have Torian Prince, who's a young Nick, up and coming wing. They're that, totally terrible. That you guys, can... <laughs> there's some like there's some NBA players on the roster. We're not talking about. Uh, they're the uh, worst. They're the bottom three team in the whole league. They are, but they have NBA. They have <laughs> they're, some. They're terrible. They're, they're terrible, ter- Nick. Don't do they're it. They're bad, but they have some <laughs> quality NBA players. You know what I mean? They're not like Den- Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder and Torian Prince will be good. And, and you like John Collins. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, these are guys that I would pick in, like, a pickup game. But, like, to get you NBA wins, I don't know. Yeah, but it's just an interesting guy to watch, you know, somebody to watch out for. Somebody I think could give the Mavericks a little trouble. Um, other than that. Like, like, they're one of the few teams in the league that, like, I would probably – my wife would ask me who plays for him, and I'd be like, "Honey, I don't even know where to start with you. Like, I don't even know where I would even try to <laughs> yeah. describe somebody." Yeah. Team. What reference do you have for me to tell you which players these are? But besides Nico, 
like Nico yeah. because he's a map. Like outside of that, I'm like, honey, just let's just focus on Dallas. Uh, let's play a game, Isaac. I have the Hawks okay. roster in front of me. Try to name as many Hawks players <laughs> as you okay. can. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Dennis Schroeder, Kent Bazemore, okay. Nico Brasino, Dwayne Dedman, yep. Ersan Ilusova, Miles Plumley, um, Bembry, Torian Prince. How many is that? That's a, that's a bunch. You get you probably got about five or six left. Five or six? My gosh. Yeah. Um, kid from kid from Oregon. Rookie. Dylan Brooks. Uh, Tyler Brook or Brook? No, Brooks is not on Dylan Memphis. Brooks. The other guy, Dylan Brooks. Uh, Tyler Dorsey. Tyler Dorsey. Okay. Uh, a guy that was rumored to go to the Mavericks this summer. Big man. Muscala. Muscala. Yeah, Mike, Mike Muscala. Uh, long guy. Name rhymes with rabbit. Long hair freaking, guy. Freaking Luke Babbitt. <laughs> Former Maverick and super dunk artist painter guy. He got cut the other day. Jeremy. He Edmonds. did? Oh, he's still yeah, on the he's roster. Rush. Uh, Malcolm Delaney is the last one. And then he's a spicy one from Italia. No, I forgot about Bellinelli. Marco yeah. Bellinelli. That <laughs> is the, like that is the Hawks roster that I just listed out for you. And <laughs> not, not Jeremy Evans because he got cut, but. That is a sad roster. That's a, so sad of a roster. Th- this team won 60 games like, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> two weeks ago. It like, happened so recently. All right, so if we haven't already given enough hype to the Hawks win and or to the Hawks game and the Mavericks do lose, we will be back tomorrow to talk about <laughs> what happened and explain it. If they do win, we'll be back tomorrow to celebrate with you guys, to be excited about Dennis Smith Jr. as he goes off for 40 tonight. I was going to say, let's make a, a friendly uh, uh, just prediction right now, just off the top of your head, how many points does Dennis have tomorrow night? Uh, I want to say like 16. That's my realistic side, but I'm, I'm going 20. I'm going 20, just a straight 20. All right, straight 20. I will say 23. Okay, there you go. And – you and I are not really like betting people. I don't know why we make all these bets in the podcast. It's just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. And people like to hold us true to any bet we any bet we ever make. People also like to hold me true to uh anything math related that I say on this podcast. They tell me that I do the math wrong. So shout out to the guy that did that. You know who you are. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Locked On Mavericks. I am Nick Angstead. He is Isaac Harris. Again, at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac Harris NBA. You can follow us. All the info is in the description of this podcast. You can also still donate to to, uh, J.J. Barea's Hurricane Relief Fund. Uh, he has been taking planes and, you know, buses and trucks and everything down there to Puerto Rico every once in a while with Mark Cuban's plane. So that's still an ongoing thing. Still need our help, but we want to help out any way we can. Also, if you want to sponsor the podcast, email me at Nick or uh, email me nickangstead at gmail.com. All that info is in the description of this podcast. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. And we made it. We made it through the offseason. NBA basketball is upon us. Hey, we made it. And PJ Tucker just made it through his like sixth line at Golden Crow for the like eighth time because he looks like he's like, I don't know, 298 pounds. Anyway, peace out. Boom.